Hello, fellow brethren, and welcome to the podcast of Kadesh Family, Church of Tampa Bay, Florida. The message you're about to hear is a faith-filled message by Pastor Patrick Aqua, a beloved son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Mills. Open up your heart, listen with faith, and allow the Word of God to bring positive change and transformation into your life. Happy listening. Uh, happy, is it happy June or whatever, if there's anything like that. Happy and new month. I, <laughs> happy new month. And I would like to um, welcome all of you to today's service. If today is the very first time that you are worshiping with us, I would say that welcome to QFC Tampa uh, Bay. Now we are no longer in Tampa. We are all over uh, the world. Hallelujah. Mm. Because of the internet, we are all over uh, the world. And I would like to say, uh, welcome to you on, uh, on audio as well. Uh, at the end of the day, uh, we, th- we thank God for the new month. Amen. The Bible says that uh, this is the day that the Lord has made. This is the month that God has made. Anytime you wake up, you, you thank God and appreciate him. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, you know, if you don't live a life of thanksgiving, you will never be happy in life. Do you get it? One of the secrets to a lot of unhappiness, or I won't say secrets, one of the causes <laughs> of a lot of unhappiness in life, it's the lack of thanksgiving, you see, or failing to acknowledge the blessings in our lives. And, you know, I was thinking about uh, testimonies, you know, that testimonies doesn't have to be personal to be a testimony. Do you get what I'm saying? Because what you are testifying, you are testifying about the goodness of God. Okay. And that goodness doesn't have to even come home for you to testify about it. For instance, if I say that someone is a murderer, that person doesn't have to kill my child for you, the jury to believe that that person is a murderer. You get it. The fact that I saw him do something, I can testify. So in the same way, testimonies shouldn't even be about us per se. But it could we can testify about God's goodness even in things that happen to other people. Do you get it? Other people, other things we see around us and things like that are things that we can testify about. And if you'll be patient enough to count your blessings, you'll realize that God has been good to you. Hallelujah. Yeah, you realize, I'm, I'm just telling you that the secret to happiness, and yeah, when I say happiness, I don't mean jokes, do you get it? Because there are many comedians who are not happy. <laughs> do you get it? Yeah, happiness, a lot of comedians are rather depressed people, you know, and they normally use comedy, and a lot of not funny people are also very happy. You might think that, oh, this, this person is funny, Kelvin is funny, he's always happy. No you'll be surprised that that person is not happy. Nice. You know, happiness is a state of the heart. And you can see comedians who are always into comedy, making people laugh, but internally are very depressed. I think a good example I hear is Mr. Bean. Yeah. You know, Mr. Bean, you might think that Charlie, this man has everything going on well for him. You know, but sadly, those who share laughter can't get to drink of their own laughter. 
<laughs> you know, yeah, those who share jokes, some that don't get to other people are the ones benefit from it. So I'm just saying the happiness is a state of the heart. And if you would also count your blessings, you realize that you, you be, before you know that the fountain of happiness is just bubbling up in, in, in your in your home. Hallelujah. You'll be driving and smiling and people will wonder, are you mad? Do, do you get it? Sometimes you see, I, I see people driving and just bumping their heads in their car. You wonder what are these people doing? They, they are just having fun, you know. Yeah, and you can, that you can also experience that in your life. Hallelujah. So this month, I'm gonna share with you a series titled. I'm gonna start a series on faith, you know, in in the times that we live in, in the moments that we live in, with everything that is going on. I believe that the currency you and I need is faith, okay? Faith that things would go well. Faith that life will be better. Are you with me, church? Yes. Faith that this is not the, the, the end. Do, do, do you get it? Yeah. Faith that the beginning is about to begin, okay? Uh, faith that life will get better, you know? Well, let me let's so uh, my title of my series is faith is prayer and prayer is faith hallelujah let's Amen. go to hebrews 11 5 are you all around let's go to hebrews 11 5 hebrews 11 5 if you're if you don't have noise in your background you can unmute yourself so we can participate here okay hebrews 11 5 says that by faith um it was by faith that Enoch was taken up to heaven without dying. Wow. There were only two people in the Bible who didn't die. Elijah and Enoch, you know. And it says that uh, by faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. I want you to underline, he pleased God. He pleased God. Hallelujah. He pleased God. And then verse 6. But with, let's read it together. If you can, one, two, three, go. But without faith, it is impossible, impossible to, please, to him. please him. For he that cometh to God must yes. believe that he is. Amen. Amen. And that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. The uh, Message Bible says that uh, those who want to approach God must believe both that he exists and that he cares enough to respond to those who seek him. Okay? And then, you see, the Bible is saying that without faith, we can't please God. So indirectly, it means that God is um, impressed by people of faith, okay? God is impressed by people of faith. You know, what does it mean to please someone? To please someone means, let me show you some definitions, to make someone feel good. <laughs> Don't you want someone to make you feel good? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, sometimes just someone just sharing something with you, will make you feel good in the same way many of you don't like to be around people who don't make you feel good yeah true you, you know yeah 
it also means to be happy or to give pleasure. We like things that give us pleasure. That one. Why many of us can't stop dieting or can't stop eating hey. and get to dieting because hey. dieting does not offer pleasure. <laughs> Repeat. <laughs> you, you get it. Yeah, yeah. darling. The reason why we all struggle to get on a diet, and when this virus came, look, eating has become like breathing. You know, <laughs> going to my refrigerator every day. I don't even know what I'm doing. You know, just looking at it as if it's a shopping mall. <laughs> yeah, just just looking. You know, because we all like things that bring us pleasure. That is why many of us can't stop shopping. Hmm. Because the idea of having something new, you know, it brings a certain pleasure. True or not true? You true. Know, sometimes you buy things that you know you're not going to wear. You buy shoes that don't fit well, you know. But the pleasure it gives, that you're wearing something unique, your friends are going to recognize you, will make you buy that shoe. You know? And God is saying that faith brings him pleasure. Wow. Faith makes him happy. Amen. Faith makes him feel good. You get it. It also means to amuse or to entertain or to gladden. <laughs> so God is saying that without faith, you can't entertain God. Wow. You get yeah. it. Yeah. Many of us have things that please us. And most of them are very small or very um small in the eyes of other people do you get, get it for instance someone may say i don't like someone who chews gum around me you know it might seem very trivial to you but maybe you don't know that that person has a history of chewing gums i remember i met a lady and the lady doesn't want to talk talk about birds around her birds don't mention the name of any bird when she's around you and she enters or will break up a relationship just based on that because when she was young a, a hawk or something landed on her head <laughs> do you see and i don't know what happened either scratched her, her head over so <laughs> she was traumatized you know she was traumatized with birds so if you want to be close to her then you have to learn not to talk about birds she freaks out. It might look very funny. You know, she freaks out. And then I realized that, look, what makes someone unhappy or happy normally has certain roots that we may not understand. You get it? So what it makes, what we have to do is to just do what makes that person happy. Even at your job places, you know, your boss might tell you, okay, I want employees who come to work at 830 or nine just do what makes the boss happy do you get what i'm saying you are yeah. in a relationship and the man or the woman says i don't like someone who chews food a certain way <laughs> <You know? laughs> some of you know how you chew <laughs> do, do you get it it might seem trivial to you you know but at least you think about making the person happy because that we sometimes do big things to make people happy but what they are looking for is the small things small things yes do, do, do you get it is the small things that make marriages work small things is not the big things and if you can even focus on the small things you realize that your relationships are getting better 
relationships with your family is getting better. All other things are getting better. You know, because we sometimes think it's the big thing. God told Saul and said that uh, he prefers uh, obedience to sacrifice. You see, and Saul thought that if I kill so many bulls and if I put a lot of uh, sacrifices on God's altar, he will be happy with me. But God says, no, what I appreciate from you is obedience. Just obey what I say. Hallelujah. So understanding and appreciating the small things is what will make a difference in your life. Are you with me, church? Yes. Yeah. In, the, in the same way, God is also saying that what makes him happy, what impresses him, what gladdens him, what entertains him, what makes him feel good is the word faith. Amen. Is what? Amen. Faith, 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 faith. The substance of things hoped for and the evidence not seen. Do, yeah. do you get it? The Amen. substance, you are hoping for it, but you haven't seen any evidence. He told Abraham, I will bless you and make your name great, that all the nations will call you blessed. Abraham hadn't seen it, but he believed it. Do, do you mm -hmm. get it? And if you yeah. read Hebrews 11, all the heroes of faith are actually in God's books just because of their faith and what they believed. You see, that is why you have to be careful by taking men of God on, women of God on, boys of God on, or girls of God on, whatever you can call it. You get it. Because you <laughs> might be criticizing them for not teaching the right thing, but God is impressed with their faith. Do, do, do you get what I'm saying? You might be criticizing someone for their fornication, you know, for their adultery, for stealing church money or whatever, but God is impressed with them for their faith. Do you get it? Because, you see, when someone pleases you, it's not the little things that they do or don't do that makes a difference. You see, I remember a story of a guy who was a houseboy to, uh, you know, a master. And he used to... Um, he used to drive, you know, you know how these houseboys, how they behave. You tell them to wash your car. Before you know, you'll be in the neighborhood, you see, <laughs> with your car, just telling all his friends that, you know, this is my car. And, <laughs> and he used to do that. But, and the other houseboys reported him to the master. And the master didn't say anything or do anything. You know, just let him be. And he, the reason was that this boy, even though he was driving the master's car around, was the houseboy who would always stay up late to wait for the master to get home and cook for him and wait on him. And he had been doing that for years. Other houseboys or servants have come and gone, but he has been there. You get it? And the reason this guy was let off the hook and was not punished for what he did was the fact that he pleased his master. Hallelujah. Amen. In the same way, God is also saying that what pleases him the most is our faith. Are you with me, church? Yeah. Our faith. Our faith is what, what, what pleases him. God is impressed with faith. You know, and in the light of everything that is going on in the world around us with Black Lives Matter, uh, George Floyd, um, and a lot of people are beginning to doubt their self-worth. You see, a lot of people of color are doubting, you know, 
uh, will things get better? Uh, will, 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 will things change? What we need is faith. David said that I would have despaired unless I would have believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Do you get it? Believe that you will see God's goodness. Believe Amen. that you will see justice. Amen. Believe that things will go on well. Do you get it? Amen. Believe that whatever shortage in your life, you will not experience it. Do you get it? All it takes is a level of faith. Do you get it? People are depressed or not depressed based on their faith level. You know, when yeah. people lose hope in something, then depression sets in. It's normally caused by people losing hope that something can get better. That is why yeah. some years ago, a presidential candidate came and said, let us have hope. You know, hope that we can, what, change we can believe in or hope we can believe in. Do you understand? You have to have some hope that things will get better. You know, I mean, you don't control the future to say that things are going to get worse. Do you, do you, do you get what I'm saying? You know, some yeah. of you even predict who will get rich and who wouldn't get rich. You know, this morning, if you listen, our bishop was saying that some of you think, oh, if I marry a choleric, he will be rich. If I marry a super phlegmatic, he will be poor. But who told you that wealth has to do with, with temperament? Do you get it? You could see a phlegmatic who maybe may not be as pushy, but you may be very rich. Do you get it? Maybe they came up with an invention that blew the whole world um, over. Do, do you get it? It has nothing to do with temperament, you know, because God is the one who supply our needs. Do you get it? So you have to also have some faith that, look, you don't control the future to make predictions as to what would happen, what would not happen. Look, tomorrow belongs to God. Oh, are you with me, church? You're very yeah. quiet on me. Yeah. You know, yeah. tomorrow yeah. belongs to God. Yeah. You get it? So don't sit in your own living room and become like a self-medicating prophet. You see? Yeah, a self-making prophecies about your future. That you, you don't even know where you are getting your inspirations from. You get, and you can't look on statistics so much so to predict what is going to happen. We get the weather forecast so wrong. You know, we get economic forecasts so wrong. You see, we get elections forecasts so wrong. So stop making bad predictions about your future and saying things like, oh, you know, as for me, I'm going to die when I'm 50. You see, as for me, I think I'm going to be very poor because I can see the trend in my family. You know, as for me, I'm going to do this. As for me, it's like you are claiming an evil prophecy for your life. Do you get it? But why don't you rather turn those prophecies into prophecies of faith? I know that I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Mm -hmm. You know, I know that things will be all right. You know, I know that, yes, there's racism today, but I believe that things will get better and better and better and better because God is on his throne. Hallelujah. Amen. The moment you relegate yourself to uh, a future of doom, you're indirectly saying that God can't change things. That, that's what you're saying. Am I preaching to somebody? Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. You're indirectly saying that God can't change anything. But with God, all things are possible. Amen. Oh, can I get a big amen from you? Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. amen. Let me read Hebrews, 1, uh, Hebrews 11, 1 to 2 to you. Look, look at what the Bible says. It says that, the fundamental fact 
of existence is that this trust in God, this faith is the firm foundation under everything that makes life worth living. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. So listen, it says that faith is what makes life worth living. Are you there? Mm-hmm. And that it's our handle on what we can see. I'm reading from the Message Bible. Okay. The act of faith is what distinguished our ancestors and set them above the crowd. Yes, sir. You get it? Wow. The act of faith. Mm. The act of faith. Faith is an act. An act. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Someone mm. said faith is an act. It's not act. It's act. What <laughs> <laughs> a shock on where you come from in the world. Shock. Oh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yes. Faith is mm. an act, not an act. Okay. Mm. Hey. Hey. Who is that? It's Who is that? an mm. act. Yes. Faith sir. acts. Faith is a doing word. Mm. So people of faith do things in response hey. to what they believe. Yeah. Richard. You know, the Bible says that if you believe there is one God, you do well. Even the demons believe it. Mm. <laughs> demons even be- so if you believe that yeah. there is one God, okay, then let's do it. But what actually brings your faith alive is what you do in response to what you believe. All right. That's right. That's Abraham good. believed God. So when God told him to move, he moved. He moved. Yeah. Mm. That's the act of faith alone. He believed that God can raise the dead. So even God calls him to sacrifice his son, he would do it. Because he believed that God would raise the dead. Wow. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. The story of a guy who was a tight rope walker. Have you heard those people who walk on tight ropes, you know? Yep. Yeah. And he, was, he put a wheelbarrow. He, he put a wheelbarrow on the tight rope and was able to wheel it and walk on the tight rope at the same time from one end to the other. What? And the people were clapping. People were clapping, happy, wow. And he do it two or three times. And then he stopped and he says that, who would like to be in this wheelbarrow? <laughs> <laughs> he said, who would like to be in this wheelbarrow? Hey. And then everybody just you know, said, okay, you know, I-, I think we'll talk about this later. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason is that they all believe, but they don't have faith. Yeah. Do you get yeah. it? They all believed, but they did not have faith. And throughout the scriptures, you realize that anytime Jesus told someone that your faith has made you whole, it was the action they took in, re- in response to what they need. They mm. 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 You know, one day, some people ripped yeah. up the and brought a sick person to Jesus. They put him uh, in front of him to heal him. And then when Jesus saw the act, that man, these people had so much faith mm. that they had to rip off the roof. Mm. And bring it. Jesus said that even your faith has made you whole. Yeah. Your faith can make you whole. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Your yes, faith sir. can make you whole. Mm, your faith, your faith. Look, you need to take steps of faith in response to what you believe. You mm. Many of us talk faith, but don't do faith. You know, I'm a woman of faith. I'm a man of faith. You know, we call Christianity a faith. Mm. You get it. All religions are called a faith. It's all based on beliefs. And what you do in response is what calls it faith. Because if you just believe, it's called belief. But believing plus obedience is equal to faith. 
Yeah. You know, I think that's that's a faith that's, equation. Yeah. Right? yeah. Mm. That's, that's, that's a very good equation. Yeah. Yes. Come on, come on. B plus C is equal to F. Hey. <laughs> <You> get it. <laughs> believing plus what? Obedience. Obedience. Or be actions. Believing and obedience. B plus A is equal to F. Mm. So F minus O is equal to B. Ah. Uh, I'm an student, but at least I can come do some on, simple on, arithmetic. You, you, you went to a good school. <laughs> do, do you get it? Yeah, just, just believing alone wouldn't cut it. Do you get hey. it? Or some also just doing alone without belief also wouldn't do it. Mm. But you have to just the add truth. some elements of right. you know, hey. faith to marry. You need hey. a because if you're tell waiting them. for everything to line up for you, oh, anybody. you now get it. Time, you are right? waiting now for the, the man to be perfect, the woman to be perfect. You may not marry hey. anybody. We Forget marry it. with faith. And at the end of the day, who knows what will happen in the marriage anyway? Hey. The value is not the same. Like, tell them, tell them. You know, some them. people are so full of fear. Hey. That they have to check everything. You know, oh. is this person fertile? Uh, does he have sperms? Uh, would I have children? Would <laughs> this man die before me? Uh, mm. And that, those fears is what stops people from moving forward in life. Mm. <laughs> Reverend, take your time. Stay right there. Okay, Stay this right I should there. take, take my time. time. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get it? You ask too yeah. many questions, you see, and, and they are not, they, you see, they are legitimate questions like, Oh, does, does he have another wife or another woman on the side? Do mm -hmm. you get it? But things like that has to do with the future. Will he be rich? You know, how long will he live? Uh, will I have children? <laughs> do, do you get it? Uh, will he get sick at the age of 50? What a shock. Who, who knows the future? Mm. But it takes faith to just step in and say, let God take over. Let Come God on. Take over at this point. Come on. Come on. Hallelujah. Let God Amen. take over. Yeah. Faith will move to any place and say, look, let mm. God take over. God will take mm. care of me. It's okay. I, I'm not afraid. God will take care of me. Mm. You know, our analysis and our research and the permutations and combinations, mathematical hey. hey. projections and forecastings oh. are hey. just limited. They are based on past data. Hey. Yep. Mm. That is true. That is true. Tell them. The and doctors, the, and right. the past so has not always been a good predictor of the future. Uh -huh. And they tell, oh, it rained every Tuesday of, of the first week of June for the past 50 years. So next Tuesday is going to rain. And then before you know, it has not rained. It didn't rain. Mm. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. I'm preaching. You're preaching. You're preaching. You, you get it. So yes, we sir. must learn to release things into the hands of God. Amen. And let yeah. him take over. Mm. Hallelujah. And Amen. let him take over. Take over. And that act alone pleases God. That act alone. You see, and when you please somebody, let me tell you, there are certain things you don't even ask for. Mm. Mm. When you please somebody. Yeah. Yeah, in your life. You know, let me just digress a little bit. You see, in your life, wherever place you find yourself, at work, in a church, marriage, job, community wherever you find yourself learn the habit of pleasing the one you are serving Deep. are you with me yeah. yeah develop the habit of pleasing you know the bible says of esau and jacob he says that 
Jacob made venison or soup or meat, whatever you call it, just mm -hmm. as his father loved. Yeah. You know, he said, go to the, uh, the, the, the farm and catch me a wild game and make me uh, uh, nice food, you see. Yeah. And Jacob did exactly as the father loves it. But you see, you can't go. And the guy told you, okay, I want goat meat. I want a wild <laughs> goat meat. I want you to skin it, fire it up, grill it, and then serve me with it. Add pepper and whatever. And then yeah. you go and say, look, I'm going to buy a farm-raised goat. You know, and I'm not going to grill it. I'm going to cook it and add it to rice for you. <laughs> and then I would put it on, I'll give you a glass of water. And the guy is saying that I know what you're doing is great, but this thing does not please me. Yeah. I want to learn to please the people you serve. It's one of the secrets to promotion. Do what a person likes. And sometimes you don't even know why the person likes what they like. And you don't have to be told it. I'm preaching. You're quite mm. Right. Mm. It's deep. It's deep. It you, you get it. Yeah, if you don't know why. You don't know why they like it. You don't know why someone says, I don't like frozen water. I don't like iced water. I like tap water. And you are telling me that iced water is good for me. Hey. <laughs> Think about it. It's my body and it's my teeth. Mm. You see, and my teeth. You don't know how many <laughs> surgeries I've had in my mouth. <laughs> and I tell you that I need tap water. You tell me, no, look, don't drink tap water. Where country are you from? Are you a bushman? No, drink cold water. I know there is cold water, but I want tap water. Normal temperature. Normal temperature. Mm. Do you get it? Yeah, we all have uh, unique things we like, don't we? Yeah. Some yeah. of you like your ice cream warmed. Uh -huh. <laughs> hey, we shouldn't call yes. it ice cream. We should call it hot cream. <laughs> yes. You know, yes. Some of you like your ice cream warmed. Some of you eat your rice with peanut butter. Some of you eat your rice with peanut butter. <laughs> you know, yeah, many of us, all of us have unique, <laughs> unique things that might, might seem queer. You know, mm. but that is what makes us happy. Yeah. You know, and when you are with people, don't take away the things that makes them happy away from them. Mm. Yeah. Do, do, do you understand? Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't take it away. You know, maybe you are with your wife. This thing makes them happy. Let them do it. Good. You are with a man. What makes him happy is cutting the lawn. Every three days he cuts the lawn. <laughs> <laughs> That's what makes him happy. Allow, allow. Mm. I know a guy. Look, he has he has a, an attic. His attic. Oh. He has a three bedroom house and an attic. That is his man cave. Okay. And all he does is computers, laptops, and sometimes he goes to a store, buys a computer, tears apart, and fixes it. <laughs> or something he'll buy old computers that don't work and then you buy them and fix and he won't sell them wow. and they are just lying around and the computer museum, museum. When you ask mm. him what are you gonna do with it oh yeah 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 this one yeah a friend of mine 
says he needs a computer. So over three years, that friend of him, her head hasn't called for the computer. Then they come <laughs> the Do you get it? And you just have to let them be. That's what makes them happy. Mm. I, I, am I sharing something with you? That's, that's yeah, sir, you are. Sir, you that's are. Personal mm. uh, mm -hmm. life. Mm. That's what makes them happy. Make them happy. That's right. That's what makes them happy. Allow them. You see, your, your wife likes buying red lipstick. That's what makes her happy. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> what lipstick does to a person? Budgetary consent. Budgetary consent. Emmanuel, do you get what yeah. I'm saying? Yes. Emmanuel, if your wife likes lipstick, don't say, hey, me, I'm from the north. In the north, we don't wear lipstick, so you're not wearing lipstick. You share butter. You share butter. One touch. One touch. So now they should put on uh, share butter. Hey, it works. It works magic. Works magic. Yeah, you should just mm. allow them. Allow. <laughs> be who they, they also want to be. The word is allowed. It is allowed. It is allowed. Hey. It is allowed. <laughs> you know, allow them. Don't try to make someone like you. Hey. Because truth be told, you yourself, you don't like who you are. <laughs> you are always praying to change you. You know, praying for change you. God change my heart. But why do you want someone to become like you? And if the world is just like us, it will be such a boring world. Yeah, very true. You get it? Yeah. So what a word. Mm. People be like you, dress like you, eat like you, walk like you, talk like you, jump like you, sleep like you. What no that? variation. Monotony, monotony. Yeah. yeah. Allow people to be, you see, when, when our bishop was preaching this morning, he said something. He says that if you love God, you will not like oppression. Mm. See? I don't even know. I haven't even started my message yet. But hey, it's powerful. It making cry. You get it. He says that if you love the Lord, you won't love oppression. If you allow, if you love people, you see, you allow them to be free around you. Mm. The freedom to come, the freedom to go, the freedom to join a church, the freedom not to join a church, the freedom mm. to be part of something, the freedom not to be part of something. That is the liberty Christ has given us. Come on. You get it? Come on. The freedom mm. to love this type of worship songs. Mm. People love their hymns. Let them hey. love their hymns. You are preaching. You are preaching, Rev. You are preaching. You get hey. it? Don't tell them mm. that we have to sing uh, Take It All by Hillsong all the time. Who are those? Mm. Do, do, do you oh. get it? <laughs> Not everybody likes rock music. Uh-huh. Allow people. So don't force people into your paradigm. You know, you're into your you're way of doing things. You're preaching, right? Yeah. Do, do, do you understand? It? You're Some people me, like you're to pray me. standing. Some people like mm. to pray sitting. Some hey. Pray raising their hands. Some people like to cry. When someone is crying, allow them to cry. Don't tell them, you know, oh, this small prayer meeting, you are crying. You don't even know what they are crying about. <laughs> you, you yeah. yeah. As a leader, if you become a leader one day, one of the secrets to getting followers is allow people to obey you gladly. Yeah. You see, the moment you force people to obey you, they will be with you, but their heart is not with you. Oh, deep. Wow. Hallelujah. What a yeah, blessing. Their hearts, is not, their hearts are not with you. Allow people to obey people options. You know, and the, the, one of the, the secret to being even a great manager of people is knowing everybody's strength and weakness mm. and giving them the work that fits their personality. Do, do, do you uh, get what I'm saying? 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That fits their personality. Some people like to be in a computer uh, room all day. They're okay with it. Some people want to be out doing social work, driving from here. That is what makes them happy. Mm. God did not create all of us to be the same. Mm. We all have unique temperaments, unique fingerprints. So many things about our lives are unique. Do you get it? And allow people to express their God-given talents, their God-given dreams, mm. and their God-given strengths. Yes, sir. And yeah. not try to make everybody, all your children have to be engineers. Hey. All your children have to be doctors. 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 All mm -hmm. your children have to be, maybe your child is good in music, mm. but you are forcing them to understand Newton's second law of but the child does not get it at all that the secret <laughs> is finding so you don't say that oh this child is smarter you see what it is is that this child is good in chemistry this child mm, that's it that's it that's it the preacher yeah. Amen. This child may be good in sports. And tell me that sports does not require brains. It requires a lot of brains. Hey. Oh. And a lot of brains. You know, so we shouldn't put Very everybody true. on a one size fits all um, you know, way of leadership. Do you get it? Allow people to express and share their God-given talents, and you create work that fits people's personality mm. and talent. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I don't know, but I think that that one, the, this one, your offerings don't cover it. Okay? Oh, free of charge, free of charge. Preamble, preamble. <laughs> Acts of faith. Amen. Are you with me, church? Yes, sir. Yeah. Acts of faith. So the first act of faith I want to share with you this morning is the act of prayer. Hey. The act of prayer. In Luke chapter 18, we read the story of a woman it says that one day Jesus told his disciples a story to show that they should always pray and never give up. Hallelujah. Everybody say, never give up. Never give up. One more time. Never give up. Never give up. So there was a judge in the city and he said, who neither feared God nor cared about people. A widow of that city came to him repeatedly saying, give me justice in this dispute with my enemy. The judge ignored her for a while. But finally he said to himself, I don't fear God. Or care about people and then but this woman is driving me crazy verse 5 I'm going to see that she gets justice because she's wearing me out with her constant requests okay and then verse 6 then the Lord said learn a lesson from this unjust judge so God is saying that we should learn a lesson from this judge okay even if he rendered a just decision in the end even he, he says that even he rendered a just decision. So don't you think that God will surely give justice to his chosen people who cry out to him day and night? Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will grant them, he'll grant justice to them quickly. But when the son of man returns, how many will he find on the earth of faith? How many will he find on the earth who have faith? So Jesus is telling us a story and he was teaching his disciples that they always ought to pray. Okay, men always ought to pray. 
He was saying that don't give up. Keep praying. Keep pressing on. Keep asking. Keep seeking. Keep knocking. And then he gave us parable. As usual, Jesus always talked with parables. And he said that there was an unjust judge in town. And then a woman came to him seeking uh, justice. And this woman, this man or this judge wouldn't open up for her. But she, the woman kept coming, kept knocking, kept worrying this judge. Until the judge said, that, you know what? Let me just respond to this woman. Because if I don't, she will wear me out. Mm. And then Jesus is telling us, let's learn a lesson. If this guy who is unjust or earthly knows how to respond to people, mm. then I can also do the same thing. I can also uh, be just. And then Jesus gave us the, the lesson. He says that, however, will people have such persistent faith on mm. this earth? Will people have so much faith to pray so to much me faith. constantly mm. even if they don't see the answers immediately will they keep praying will they keep asking will they keep knocking will they keep seeking will they mm. keep coming will they keep praying all nights will they keep praying on tuesdays will they keep praying on thursdays will they join the floor meetings will they keep praying by their bedside will they keep praying and prophesying into their future Jesus was probably saying that I don't see such faith on this earth. Wow. I really don't see such faith on this earth. Mm. Hallelujah, church. Amen. Amen. So we see in this scripture that prayer is the greatest expression of your faith. Wow. Remember I told you, faith does. Yeah. One of the great expressions or probably the greatest expressions of your faith is your prayer life. Come on. Come on. You get it. Mm. We live in a world that has taught us to be so self-reliant. You see, that we depend on ourselves for anything and everything. So when the economy crashes or things don't go well, people jump off high-story buildings and kill themselves. Because we have become gods to ourselves. You know, we live in a society that tells us to be independent, don't rely on anybody, be self-sufficient. But self-sufficiency is not enough. We need God's sufficiency. Come on, come on. You get it. it. Yes. Society tells us, oh, save enough and do this and do this. You retire uh -huh. it, okay? Uh -huh. Or uh -huh. paint your face, put on your lipstick, get some long hair, get some mm. light skin, and you find a husband. Or go light to the skin, gym, get some six pack, get an eight pack or ten pack, hey, hey. well cut, you know, rustic hey. cut, and hey. well Mata. Mata. Go to the mall, what don't wear you know, loose clothing, wear tight clothing, and the ladies will just come falling hey. on you. What the cut? Mighty, mighty. We live in. We've been taught that if we promote ourselves, someone says self-aggrandizement is a word, right? Hey. Yes, it's it a is a word. It's a word. It's a weapon for aggrandize ourselves. We promote ourselves on Facebook. Life will go on well. People have great impressions about us. And then, I mean, you, you could say it's just a self-reliant group of people. Personal branding. Personal branding. Mm. Personal branding. They say brand yourself. Do this. Posting, sharing that. And look, this Facebook posting everyday thing is a full-time job. 
It is. It is. It is. Okay, it is. I tell you, you need different set of clothes every day. You are posting something Sorry. different. You make sure you don't post the wet, the last clothing you wore two days mm -hmm. ago. You, you know, anyone you don't have enough clothes. Oh, <laughs> probably buying on credit and borrow, 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 In Russia, hey, someone has bought an old plane and has fitted the inside very well, so you can go in and take a picture with it. Business plan. Like you can sit in the first class and take a picture and show it to your friends. That you are flying first class. 50,000 feet up. I mean, they can print a first class receipt for you and everything and put it on your chair and then you can take a picture with it and tell your friends that you are flying first class. Some have swimming pools. Oh, they, they set up all these things for people. Yeah. We are mm. just promoting ourselves. You see, mm. self, self, self. But this self thing can't handle life. Do you get it? So you preaching. need God. You need you are God. Preaching. You need you are preaching. To Jesus. You need mm. to pray. You need a prayer mm. life. Mm. You, see? you need to pray. This And God is saying that, look, if you can be consistent and persistent in your prayer life, I will answer you. I'm a good Come God. Yeah. Jesus. And preaching. the reason faith works is because, you see, the Bible says that anyone who comes to God must believe that he is. Yeah. You know, he is. God is impressed with faith because faith confirms that he exists. Yeah. He, yeah. Is. Yeah. he is. Yeah. He is. He mm. is. He's not a faraway yeah. God. He's mm. not a fantasy. He's not a myth. He is. I am present. I live. You confess that I'm alive. You confess that I'm alive. When you pray, you have faith. You confess that I'm alive. You are saying that God, you exist. You are Yahweh. He's called the self-existent one. Self-exist. He doesn't need batteries. He doesn't need a solar system. He is the self-existent God. My yeah. goodness. Yeah. Yeah. That's why they call him Yahweh. He called me, mm. he told me, mm. my name is Yahweh. Mm. Why Yahweh? Mm. I'm self-existing. Yes. Nothing in the universe is self-existing. We, we don't exist on We need something. Mm. Human beings need food. We need air. Animals need food. Everything on this earth is, is not self-existing. Mm. Planets mm. are not self-existent because the Bible says in Colossians that he holds the universe in the power of his hands. The sun does not shine on its own. God is the one who holds everything together. He holds Amen. all creation together. But he is self-existent. He doesn't Amen. need solar battery. He doesn't need energy. Everything comes from him. So when you have faith, you rather trigger the very core being of God himself that I'm self-existent. I am. I exist. And then mm. you believe that he mm. rewards those who diligently That is why, you see, prayer is not so much about what you say because God knows what you say before you ask him. Yes. But it's just the demonstration of your faith. faith. Mm. Demonstrated that you have faith. Mm. You demonstrated that I, I am. See that he is. He's a rewarder. He, you, you demonstrate that he is. 
first of all, it's the demonstration that you've demonstrated. I was mm -hmm. thinking about this, this message, and I was just asking myself, God, what does it mean? Why does faith impress you so much? What is? And I just saw this scripture right there. He says that he that comes to God must mm -hmm. first believe that he must is. Believe. Faith Jesus. expresses the ayamness of God, the yawness of God, that God is. God is. God exists. God exists. Mm, yeah. God exists. Mm. God exists. Mm. The fact that you knelt to even ask, no matter yeah. how eloquently yeah. or yeah. shabbily or sleepishly or whatever, the fact that you even came to pray. No. Yes. Yeah. I am. Oh, I'm being blessed. I don't know about you. Amen. I'm blessed. You've confessed that I am. Wow. That is why faith, uh, prayer is a great expression of faith. It takes faith to pray to someone you don't see. Have you thought about it? Yeah. You don't see, but you're still praying. And no wonder Jesus told Thomas, say, blessed are those who haven't, what? See, but just believe. They don't see, but they believe it. They don't see, but they believe. They don't see. It takes faith. It takes faith to talk to someone who does not hear, or sorry, who does not talk back whilst yeah. you are talking. Mm -hmm. One of the most difficult things we all know mm. is talking to someone who does not talk back to you. That's why I always say that, look, respond. I just want to know that you are there. <laughs> do, do you get yeah. it? Yeah, mm -hmm. it's difficult to talk to someone who does not talk back. You don't draw energy. That is why it's difficult. Many of the, uh, you know, EPL, all the football clubs yeah. are wondering how it will feel like to play in, uh, to play sports in an arena uh, with no people. Because the, the talking back and the spectators and the noise they make give them some energy. Mm, energy, an atmosphere. Come on. Do you get it? Mm. Yeah, an energy. Mm. And that look. Let me just dribble these two guys. If I do, at least I'll get. I'll get more fans. More fans. More fans. <laughs> you know, much of their skills and dribbling just for more fans, you know. And they, and now they wonder how it would be like. They probably should do Zoom. Put a lot of Zoom uh, computers in the stadium or whatever, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But 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 you you see where I'm coming from. It's difficult to keep talking to God who does not talk back. You know, sometimes you go into your prayer closet, you pray, say, God, reveal yourself to me. God, I need to hear from you. And nothing. Wow. And you keep praying. It's a great act of faith. Or to stay long in a room. Not even for a minute or two. Stay long in a room. Prayer is an act of faith. You know, I read a story of um, James, the brother of Jesus. Church history has said that he was the bishop of the church in Jerusalem. And on when he died, they said that his knees were hardened and callous like the knees of a camel. Wow. From prayer. My goodness. Wow. From prayer. Wow. Wow. Staying mm. in one place. I mean, can you imagine kneeling to pray so much so? Mm. drawing on the powers of heaven 
drawing on the very powers that govern the universe. Mm. So much so that his knees were callous, hardened, mm. like that of a camel. Stay in one place to pray. That would be your story in Jesus' name. Jesus. Amen. I see a spirit of prayer and supplication coming upon you. Amen. So, I receive it. Believe. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Stay in a room. And you know, sadly, we live in a time when people can't stay in a room for so long. Isn't that so? Mm. Yeah. Social media. Mm. We can't stay on anything for so long. Mm. We become a, a society of clickers. We click through. Everything is a click through. We click through. We click through. Everything click through. Prayer is a click through. You know, everything is a click through. But it, it takes an extra effort in the day we live in. To really stay in a place to quarantine yourself for prayer. Hey. Oh, may you quarantine prayer yourself. Prayer quarantine. Come on. Mm. Amen. Mm. Amen. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. Quarantine yourself for prayer. Mm. Long time. Long you, you tarry for long. Waiting on him. Praying. Seeking God's face for your life. For your ministry for your children, for your family, for your finances, anything you can think of. Hallelujah. Amen. And if the faith is little, the prayer will be little. If the faith is a lot, the prayer, prayer will, be will be a lot. Yeah. Hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. And it takes faith to even talk to God, the judge of the universe. You see, many of us find it uneasy to ask things from a great person. You see? Oh. And I had a story of a lady who had issues with her papers. Uh, and when she was graduating from college, Bill Clinton came to uh, the commencement ceremony. Is that what they call it? Yeah. And um, as they were going on stage to shake his hands, she wrote on a piece of paper her need for a green card to work. And then she put it in the president's hands. And then all the secret service came kind of jostling her. What, what is this? What's going on? And then the president took a look at it and they told the lady that within two weeks she should call a certain number and she'll get a green card. <laughs> wow. That's it. Mm. Amazing. Ask a great person for something great. Yeah. That is faith. Hallelujah. Amen. And I believe that God is tagging on our hearts in these times to have that spirit of importunity. Hmm. That spirit of being in our rooms, being on our knees, and praying and praying and praying. And praying 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 until we push through. Prayer cannot be a drive through activity. Yeah. Are you with me? Mm. Prayer cannot be a drive through activity. It cannot be. It cannot be. Amen. Amen. God, that He tells us that we should come to the throne room of grace mm. 
that we may receive mercy mm. and grace to help in times of need. We're in a time of need. Many of you need jobs. Many of you need better jobs. Many of you need secure jobs. Mm. Many of you even need just a sense of self-worth that you count. That regardless of the color of your skin, that God still loves you. America needs help. The country seems to be being torn apart. It seems Corona wasn't uh, bad enough. And then another virus also hits called racism. Mm. And that one, you don't need a, ma a mask. Which is worse. COVID. There is no quarantine for it. It's everywhere. You know, it's a virus that you can't even know where it comes from. You see. And these events call for moments and times of prayer. Some of you are at a very critical junctions of your life. Very critical junctions. You know yourself. This is a time to go down on your knees. Until you have that camel, camel knees. Mm. Hallelujah. Are you with me, Rich? Yeah. Just at the various junctions of your life. Whatever it is. Some of you are going to make very important decisions. Why don't you stop that decision? Because you don't know which way to go. Why don't you stop even deciding and go pray first? Mm. and gain some clarity. Some of you are on the verge of entering relationships or getting out of relationships. Why don't you just take your time to pray? You're going to send your child to college. You don't know which school to go to. You want your child to go to. Why don't you just take some time to seek God's grace? Remember, it takes faith to please Him. And faith shown through your prayer life. May God bless you. I'm not out of message, but I'm out of time. Hallelujah. God bless Amen. you. Talk to you. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.